Welcome football fans. Buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Player 54 Podcast, a show focused solely on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host, Michael Lathrop. Hello, football fans. This is episode 52, Countdown to the Draft. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you've always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code Let's Talk XFL at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. Due to Tropical Storm Nicole and the likelihood it becomes a Category 1 hurricane, as well as taking into consideration its projected paths, there is a possibility of it impacting some of the areas left recovering from Hurricane Ian, which is where I reside and record this show. Seeing the local infrastructure is in a weakened state, I decided to pre-record this episode to ensure potential internet or power outage would not hinder the rollout of another episode. Because of the short turnaround, there were not any new XFL developments to cover. This week, I am joined by wide receiver Justin Clarkston to discuss his football journey and XFL draft invitation. Welcome, Justin. I appreciate you taking the time to join the show to discuss your football journey and inclusion into the upcoming XFL draft pool. Thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate you. Pleasure. It really is. You played your collegiate ball at Division One UC Davis. Yes. Can you take a moment and walk us through your recruitment process and share what your college experience was like? My recruitment process was was different, I think. So coming out of, I played, I was a three-year starter on varsity, coming out of high school. Uh, my sophomore year, I was kind of just there. I was a big body, just a placeholder. My junior year is when it really started to take off for me. But, and I, that's when I started getting looks from different colleges, different coaches started reaching out to me. But then the fourth game of my season, I caught a slant, the first play of the game, first pass of the game, not the first play. And I got hit in that play. I punctured my lung. Ooh. I cracked my rib and punctured my lung. But at the time, I didn't know, right? So I played the whole game with that. But then the the form, like the game plan for that week was we ran a, um, a dub set, so two, two receivers on both sides, and we just would do bubbles to the slot. And me being a wide receiver would block the corner, right? So we'd get five yards every play. And then my teammate started just running. So after I got hit already, the initial hit, he starts, I'm blocking the corner. He catches the ball, runs into me and rides me for five, for two yards every play. So he gets, but it's like, it's, obviously when you're playing, it's nothing to think about. It's, just, it's a smart play, right? So he's running into me, but he's pounding me the whole time. By halftime, I can't sit still. Um, I can't catch my breath. And then I take one more hit right before the fourth quarter and I'm done. I go to the hospital that game that night. I get told that it, that that happened, and I missed my the red whole season. I came back my the playoffs, right? So I think that was a I think that was a, a testament to to me, you know, coming back from that in the same season and still finishing, you know. Absolutely. So I came back and. Um, we had other guys, obviously. So after I came back, we ended up winning the CIF uh, uh, championship that year, California. So I don't know if CIF translate. So, um, so we won the. We didn't win state. We just won like the, you know, I don't know. It's a conference. It's not conference. I'm not really sure what the section championship. But um, so we ended up winning that, and um, so I came back. But then I, no one's really checking for me because I didn't really. Ha- I didn't have a season. So my senior year is when they it all started happening for me. I started, they, my coaches made an effort to, you know, give me the ball. That worked out. I ended up getting offers from Sac State, UC Davis, Montana. And it, 
And everybody always asked me, why didn't I go any bigger? You know, and I was like, you know, that's a great question. I don't think that's up to me to answer. But if I had an idea, I think it's because I didn't play my junior year. I don't think I had enough under my belt. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up going to UC Davis. I picked that. And I thought it was the right thing for me because I, I wanted to be seen more as just a football player. I wanted to be seen as... Like I was just more, you know, getting a degree from the, I don't quote me on this, but I think the number number nine public university, you know what I'm saying? That that that, that meant something to me. Right. So I, that's, why I, that's why I ended up going there. I graduated and got my degree in communications. So that was just there, that. So back to the football aspect, I, I registered in my first year and then I played my sophomore year on and off. But then after my sophomore year, I had to stop playing. And this is where this is where it gets where this is where it gets fuzzy, and this is where a lot of people, coaches, you know, they don't like to. So I'm gonna get there. So my dad ended up passing away. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. So, I don't know. Yeah, I appreciate it, but you know, it is what it is. So I, I that took me from playing because I it, it wasn't the most important to me, the most important thing to me at the time. So I don't have any. So that, that's it. That's where my college experience ends. You know, I played. <clears throat> I played a whole season my retro freshman year. I didn't start, but I I had some I had some good plays. I was on I was on ESPN for uh, catch against Oregon, but that was big time. You know, just being a little school and playing someone like that. So that was a great thing. But you know that that's where my college experience goes, and that's the hard part that I try to get out to coaches. You know, coaches now because you know it's all about marketing yourself. Obviously, you have an agent, but you know at the end of the day, it's you marketing yourself. And if you don't have anything to show for it. Why would people take a chance on you? You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't have. So I never had any college film really. A couple plays, obviously here and there, but then, you know, that's that's how that worked out for me. That's so not much to tell. <laughs> no, I mean, but it's your journey. It's your story. I mean, it's it's not what everyone wants to hear, right? Yeah. I mean, people are tuning in to this show for a number of reasons. They do love listening to these type of journeys and i'll just share because i every once in a while i get an email or a dm and and i don't always share them but like some of these people are like like i find these players that most people don't find or i don't find them and players connect with me right and then all of a sudden i just start communicating one way you know i i get swamped with a bunch of dms and it's not to act like yeah. i'm popular because if you look at my follows yeah. i'm i'm not i don't have that check <laughs> or anything it's not like i have yeah. anything crazy but it's interesting. I have a bunch of people that have no affiliation ties to the XFL that are just looking for a chance. And I have to, you know, just tell them, you know, unfortunately the show is focused on people that had some form of connection with the XFL and potentially are going to play or have previously played, you know? So your story though, is another just true, whether it's flashy or not, it's, that doesn't matter. What the reality is, is you're still where you're at. Okay. So obviously you didn't have much of a collegiate career. Then that's not a shot at you. It just, it played out no, how it played no, out. It, right. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get any honors, you know, like typically you see that, you know, as somebody's an upperclassman, their junior or senior year. So you didn't end mm -hmm. up with any honors. You didn't play in any senior bowls. You know, that's unfortunate, right? Those are usually the stuff that people, Oh yeah, I got this accolade to kind of put me or put me on a pedestal or, or, help promote myself right yeah. you don't have that all right so it's just it's unfortunate you know there's always that power five guy right that's the focus mm -hmm. everything the national football league oh these yeah. guys you know you play for you know a power five program you know you're they're tested and they're battle tested and you know proven well you've played against oregon right yeah. it might have been one game you know but mm -hmm. you've been there i mean it's so I'm not saying you guys won, right? I mean, yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't. We scored. We scored first, though. We did score first. Yeah. <laughs> You've been tested against that power five, even if it's a one-off situation. So, what is it about that that stigma, and how do you go about that now, even today, as you're pursuing your dreams, your goals? How do you handle that stigma? How do you go about, you know, trying to shed yourself of that? Okay, he's not a power five player, but prove that you're just as good of a player. How do you do it? 
that's the hardest part. But like, I I know who I am and what type of player I am. And that's thing, just getting that out to people, right? I try to just, I try to make, I try to do what people don't do. You know, I try to, I, I try to separate myself as much as I can on the field and what I've done in my professional level. We can get, we're going, I don't know we're going to get to that later, but outside of the field, I try to do what I, what I, I don't think a lot of people are doing. You know, I'm that guy who, who reached out to you, you know, I do that to everybody, you know? So it's like, you give me a name. I've reached out to every coach in the XFL, every coach in the IFL, every, it's like, I'm going to be heard of. I'm going to be noticed some way where I don't get picked, where I get picked up or not. I'm going to keep reaching out until it's like, until you say, oh, stop. Like, we don't want you. You're not good. Okay. I'm going to stop. But if you don't say anything, I'm going to keep going. Maybe you didn't see it. You know, maybe it was a bad day for you. So I'm going to keep going and I'm going to be on someone's mind some way, somehow, you know, like maybe something happened with this, the guy that you actually wanted, but like, oh, we can't think of anybody. Oh, wait, Justin, you know, this, this guy who's reached out to us every day for the past three weeks, you know, it's like, maybe that'll get you, that'll get me seen. Then I, once I get there, I can, I can do it myself. That's not the problem, you know, which is getting there. And I think that's what, that's how I try to, you know, put the blinders on and just say, I know I'm not that guy. I don't have the experience, which I know I could be, but I'm not. So this is how I, this is, this is, they do what they did and they got the path that they have. This is my path. This is what I know how to do. You know, like I'm a communications major. I'm not to talk to people. I can do that. So. I think it's important. You know, there's so many players, right? There's something about somebody that's hungry, somebody that wants it. And, and that's I mean, what I'm just, that's, and Justin, I does, obviously. so many people claim that they want it, right? Yeah. But everyone has a different approach. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, my tape speaks for itself. I hired an agent. That's what I, that's what his job is. I'm not saying they're wrong, but that's having a lot of faith in yeah. that agent or that agency. Okay. And we, we can get into that later on. Right. But it, like, there's something to be said. And I've seen stories of people standing out at camps and stadiums with yeah. signs. And I've seen stories where people just, whatever it takes to go for signings, right? Mm-hmm. And just make sure they get in front. To me, there's something to be said about the guy that does whatever it takes. Yeah. Whether it's to show up with that sign, that meet and greet to reach out in DMs, finding emails, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. I think there's something to be said about that guy. There's a grit, right? There is maybe some source of energy, like the Energizer Bunny, so to speak. You know, I'm just saying there's something moving that guy in a positive manner because there's a lot of people that get really negative as well, right? We see it all the time where all of a sudden these people go like, I don't get it. I've done this and that. You know, it's every it's every team's loss. Well, there's ways to kind of word it. Like, yeah. hey, I feel sorry for the team that doesn't take because the team that does is going to get you can kind of word it in a way. But yeah. I mean, I'm not here to tell people what to do. Everyone's got to be genuine. They got to be themselves. Yeah. Come across as a mm-hmm. fraud. But the reality is. Here you are. You're grinding. Yeah. You're reaching out to podcast hosts. Right. I'm I'm a nobody. And I know some people are like, oh, that's not, you know, no, and listen, I'm a person. So I'm not, yeah. but I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, I'm a, just had my one year anniversary as a show. And we've even rebranded per the XFL's request. We used to have a different name, but they didn't want the XFL in it anymore. So we've rebranded, right? So I could have given up, right? But there is something, a thing that if you enjoy something or if you have a passion for it, don't let whatever little obstacle, you know, there's a lot of effort that went into people knowing my show and knowing me affiliated with, well, now if they're looking for that show, that show no longer exists. So I get it. Right. But you're building your brand. You're not giving up. You're keep going. Right. The show's not about me. It's about you. Mm -hmm. Right. It's about you guys. (laughs) So I, I, you know, I got to reel it back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Not much of a college career. You're grinding. I understand that post-college you signed with the Idaho horsemen, right. Out of the American West Mm -hmm. football conference. All right. I didn't even know the, the the league even existed, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not a big indoor or arena guy, 
But I'm aware of the CIF. I'm aware of the yeah. IFL. I'm aware of the NAL. I mean, there's certain leagues I am aware of, and I've tuned into games here and there. I'm not, I don't have like a certain team I follow or anything. I had yeah. no clue about this one. I mean, there's some other leagues I've learned with some other players that have came on too that I'm like, oh, okay. And I mean, it doesn't yeah. surprise me, but it just tells me some people obviously are not doing it for the paycheck. All right. Yeah. These, these guys are doing it because, hey, I love the sport. I'm not one, not willing to give it up. So yeah. that's probably you know that could be one of one of your things. The other thing is, I know there's more in me, and I have something to offer other teams. They just they just need to see me because maybe in your case you didn't have enough footage, right? Film, exactly. and that's one big knock we hear against a lot of guys out there is that they just didn't have film. If they played at D three, their games were not televised, and yeah. you're hoping that your school recorded enough and had enough quality footage exactly. and put it together, right? A lot of these guys just don't have it. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. So here you are finding a way mm-hmm. you're playing in a league that has what at 1.4 teams, I think at 1.6 or seven teams, it fluctuates back and forth and I'm not <laughs> mocking it, but I'm like, no. but you, no, that's, it's, that's it's the reality of it. Of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us how the opportunity came about? How did you get connected with the team and, and whatnot? Uh, that goes back to me to again just me being me. You know, I'm I get out of college and it's just like or stop playing football because I I stopped playing football before I, before I graduated. Obviously, so I'm done at this point. And at this point, I'm three years out from football, and I'm just like you know it's it. I just feel like it's more you know. So I don't I don't know how I've heard of arena football at this point. You know, I've heard of the. I have some friends who played there. So I would reach out to them. And it was just like, how did you get here? Like, how did you get to indoor football? Like, what is that? You know, I didn't know eight people. I didn't know turf shoes. I didn't know any of this stuff. So, um, and he's like, you know, just find the guys and reach out to them. So I, at this point, I'm like, okay, I need to figure something out. So I'm on Euro players. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. So, and it's just a site that you can get a go for overseas you know you can talk to co- but uh american coaches are on there too right gotcha. so i'm just like okay maybe maybe overseas is the option no one i like and i was like okay no one i didn't really want to do that but i was like you know let's just try it you know so i'm on there and i see a name and it says awfc and i'm i'm like what is that so i, I click on it it said american let's football conference and i was just like okay so i click on it and i find the i see the name and then I find, I look him up, right? And that's the coach, Chris Reynolds. He, you know, we have a great relationship. That's, you know, he, that's one of my guys. Um, and I just took a, just took a chance. I DM'd him on Instagram, <laughs> send him on film. And that's how he was asked for game film. I was like, I don't have game film. I have some practice clips, but that's it. I just need a shot. You know what I'm saying? So I sent him some one-on-one old practice clips I had. And, you know, it, it all worked out. And, you know, I ended up getting signed. And, but it's just like, I'm like, someone had to take a chance, you know, I had, and that, that's what it all comes down to. I just need a chance. I would do it myself, but it's just like, I got to get my foot in the door somewhere. Right. So that's how that happened. I didn't never been to Idaho. I was just like, I, I need something, you know, I didn't know how, I didn't know. Cause obviously the IFL, right. That's the highest league. I didn't know that this league was right here, but it was like, I'm just, I just need to do something, you know? So that's how that, that's how that came about. Just reaching out and just being my genuine self, you know, just trying to, just trying to get out there, trying to do my part, you know? So when I did the research here, right, you know, we connect and I try to do some research, you know, sometimes I don't find everything. It's all right. I mean, that's what an interview is for, right? You learn, I even learn things and which helps bring it. So, you know, the listeners can learn things about my guests, but so I'm digging it. I'm like, like I told you, I didn't know anything about the league. So I'm starting to look into it. Right. And I understand that the horsemen, historically have been like the American West football conferences, powerhouse team. Yeah. And my understanding is that the owner or ownership of the horsemen were interested in joining another league. And for whatever reason it didn't, I think it might've been the IFL or the CIF. It it might've been a couple of them they were trying to, and for whatever reason they weren't deemed like, you know, um, compatible or or something. something. Yeah. Yeah. Stable enough. But again, this is another avenue of people, they knew what they wanted and they didn't give up. So what did they go do? They went and essentially formed their own league. And that's, yeah. so they're not just a powerhouse because they 
founded it, but they traditionally have been either champions or have always been in the championship game. I think this is this last one for my research uh, was the first one that they haven't made the championship game or something like that. So yeah, <laughs> tells you they're a powerhouse. They're constantly always there, whether yeah. the the first team or the second. But they are just one of the the strongest teams. Yeah. So what can you tell me about that organization? What was it like coming into that organization? It obviously has a winning record or you know overall record over time but what was the mentality like what was the uh coaching like in the front office in your interactions just kind of you know just let us know because obviously i don't know anything about the the team i don't know anything about the league other than what little bit i researched so it'd be kind of cool just to, to learn a little bit here yeah no i got you so the mentality was you know we're winners you know we 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 were the team who went undefeated, right? So we were the team. I would I wasn't on the team, but that's what we were told. So you know, you don't want to be the first team that loses, you know, and that's all that's that's what it stemmed from. We don't want to be the team that messed up that perfect record, you know. And the coaches, you know, they were great. Like I said, Chris Reynolds, he was, you know, he he's helped me out. He probably knows more than he can, you know, more than he knows, but he like he probably knows that. But he's helped me out so much. Like I said, he he gave me that platform that no one else would, you know, he's the one who took a, a shot on me. And so I have nothing but great things to say about them, uh, about the organization, about the staff, the league. It's, I would never, obviously, you know, arena football is arena football. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not great, you know, but I would never talk down about a league or coach who took a chance when someone else did, you know, and that's, that's, that's what, that's my loyalty for me. You know, it's like, this guy, this this league, they helped me out. So why would I do that to them? You know, and it was just like you know we we showed up, we grinded. You know, we had um, the guys that came in. We were so close. It was a brotherhood. You know, it was chemistry from the start. You know, I still talk to majority of those guys today. You know, I've I've been two years removed from that team. You know, but it's like the brotherhood that we went that we that we made that what we went through together. It was more than more than I could ask for from coming here. Because I, like I said, I came here with the mentality like I'm just going to get my film, which I did, and I'm going to I'm gonna go somewhere else. And that all that was all it was. But I wasn't expecting to have these bonds, you know? And that was a huge thing. Like, the bonds that I made there were something that's always going to be with me, you know? So it was nothing but – I have nothing bad to say about the league. It was competitive. You know, we played against guys who were in the IFL who – have those big time um, resumes. So it's like, it, it, we're not just playing, you know, Joe Schmo over there, you know, like we, we, it's some guys over here and that, and that's just the thing. Like people got to realize that there's guys, you know, like these, these people, like just because of the league that I'm in, doesn't the, the league isn't is new or looks bad. Doesn't mean that the people are playing are bad. Like my film today, it's like, I, I think I have a really good highlight tape. You know, but obviously, who doesn't, right? Who would say I, I made the highlight tape? Why would, it, why would I think it's bad, right? But um, choose it, I, right? <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I pick my play, so uh, I send it out to people, and it just feels like it's just so. And I get it, but it's just looked down upon, and that that pisses me off because it's like one is discrediting me, two is discrediting the league that that's here, you know, that's that has people, and that, and it's just so. And it just makes me want to just do more, you know? So it's like, I get that. They don't, IFL, XFL, they see the guy with film from Idaho Horseman. Why, why would we, why, yeah, he's doing this against these guys. Who are these guys, you know? Why would we take a chance? Why, why do we even want to look at his film? And I get that, but I just, you know, it, it's more to it. And I just think there's, it's, the people who are hungry, they're hungry, you know, and they're going to work. It doesn't matter if I spent time in the NFL, if I went to Alabama, if I went to these leagues, you know, if I if I have this behind me. But it's just like the the people who want to work and the people who show it. I think that's where she comes from. But obviously, I get it. The business that's not how it is. But you know, it, it is what it is, and you know, it's uh, Idaho is a good time. <laughs> well, what I've always found interesting is that okay, there's a bunch of guys always getting drafted into the NFL, right? Yeah, every year there's people retiring, but for whatever reason, there's guys that might play one or two years in the National Football League 
but then kind of just find themselves on the outside looking in. All right. And I'm not bashing these guys. They were good enough. Right. So there's constantly these guys bouncing back. Right. And they were good enough to make a 53 man roster once or, you know, balance maybe back and forth between the 53, the active 53 player roster and the practice squad. But for whatever reason, they find themselves even on the outside of a practice squad. It doesn't mean that they were bad players. There could be a number of reasons. Right. So I'm not going to speculate. But when those guys are sitting on the outside looking in. And we, for years, didn't have this alternative football environment, right? We had the Arena Football League that was pretty big at one point. You know, we didn't have the XFL, the USFL. But then also that kind of faltered. And then we had the IFL, the CIF, and now the NAL. These leagues are all kind of trying to find their footing there. But it seems like that alternative landscape is a little crowded right now. But I think there's plenty of talent. Right, because there's plenty of people that are constantly just bouncing out of it. But here's the interesting part. Right, took a long road, windy <laughs> road to get to where I'm trying to get to, or where I'm at. Okay, but not all those players play for these alternative leagues. Mm-hmm. So you got other guys like yourself finding a path. I'm going to work. You know, I'm going to find a spot, get my chance wherever it is. I don't care how low down it is. I'm going to just prove myself. Keep working grinding i'm gonna work on myself perfect whatever it is that i am weak at right i'm just gonna perfect it mm-hmm. i'm going to figure that out then you got the guy that had just got out of the league that thinks he's too good to sign for one of these leagues so he just kind of stays dormant stagnant right just sitting mm-hmm. nothing if i am a nfl gm or scout or whatever and i'm I'm like, well, you were good enough. You're lacking a couple of things, but now you're not willing to work on those things. So why are we going to ever reach back out to you? I'm going to start looking through all these other guys that have that Mm -hmm. fire, that have that grit, that determination, right? And in the end, I think that's what we come back to that one word that everyone likes to talk about. All the greats or all these people, do they have? It it is not always the skill, right? Some people are blessed, right? Born with athleticism, whatever. Some people, the it is the part that allows the skill to shine, right? Mm -hmm. It's the person. It's the makeup, whether it's mentality, Mm -hmm. determination, all that stuff, right? So if you're looking for all that, I I would look past the guy that's sitting dormant, stagnant, right? I'd keep you looking for the guys that are probably down there that, well, there's something down there. Yeah. You know, they might've played one or two years, you know, a death in the family, maybe a health issue popped up. Right. There's a million things could have taken mm-hmm. somebody out of it. Didn't mean that they didn't have it. Yeah. Whether it could be the ability, the overall package. So here you are, you're still playing. Mm-hmm. You're finding a way to do whatever you got. How'd you get on this radar? The XFL, right? I got the jerseys up behind me. I got the original XFL flag in the back, right? So here we are, right? I'm an XFL podcast. So how did we get here, right? Did you did you get into a showcase, receive an invite? Did you do any private workouts with the XFL teams? I mean, so we'll, we'll get to the invitation part because everybody already knows, right? We we let in with that, but we'll get talking. To that. But how how did we get here? Did you participate in anything? Did you have conversations that's uh, another great question uh, <laughs> so my friend i'm not gonna say his name because i don't know if he wants to he's he's currently he's also in the draft pool he played in the fcf and he's a uh, he was I went to high school together he's my best friend um so we grew up together went to high same high school i'm six three he's six five on the other side so we're you know you couldn't high school you, you couldn't do much with us so um so that guy, he um, he he hits me up one day. And was like, oh, you know, my coach is uh, I don't know, I don't really remember the relationship is tight with the coach in XFL. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like he was like, oh, he's gonna put me on. I was like, okay. So he <laughs> so so like so I'm keeping anonymous. anonymous. So uh, he sent me screenshots of his message. I was like, 
okay, well, I'm hitting them too. Just being me. I, I, I'm doing what I've been doing for years. You know? So nothing has changed. So I was like, okay, well, name, information, highlight tape, send it out, right? Nothing happened, you know. Obviously, of course not. Why, why, why would he, you know, even look at that, right? So about a from that time, about a month goes by, I get a text. I'm like, send me send me your email. Who's this? Blah 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 blah. You want to be in a, in a draft pool, like you know, <laughs> send me your email. It's like, oh, okay. So sent it out, obviously. And that's how that happened. I didn't go to any trial, I didn't go to any workout, and so maybe my film wasn't that bad, right? It got it got me enough because, like, why would he just reach out for no reason, right? To, we don't need – it's not a quota you need, right? So it's like I'm not just a guy that, oh, we need a number. Let's just put him in. You know what I'm saying? So obviously it was something enough in what I was saying, how I reached out, my film, to get me there, right? So you're not aware if there, anyone had any conversations with your um, horseman head coach or, or anything just to help? I don't think so. Because I'm sure he would have told me. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I it's interesting. So no workouts, yeah. no showcase. Mm. You got your invitation. Yeah. All right. So that yeah, that got me thinking. Like, <laughs> like I said, I wasn't expecting anything, but I was just doing what I what I normally do, and I was just like, you know, let's let's try it. And so it's like it it was good enough. So maybe like. And that's what's got me thinking, like, why would they do that? Because they don't need me. I need them. You get me? Right. So they're yeah. not doing me. Obviously, they're doing me a favor, but they're not doing me a favor by putting me in there. You know, like, they're not. Just, it's not just a pity thing. So it's like, obviously, it looks, they saw something, whether it was it was enough to get drafted or not, but it saw something enough to get me acknowledged in that sense, you know? And that's all it's about for me. I just want to feel acknowledged. You know, obviously, I would love to be drafted. I would love to play in XFL. But I was acknowledged enough to get here. You know, there's guys who aren't here who would love to be, you know? So you got that invitation back on October 5th, right? Is that – that sounds about – yeah. yeah, I got mine. Mine was the 5th, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we're almost a month. Yeah. So have you had any – dialogue any contact with any coaching any head coaches I, any coaching staff members any director of player personnel anything like that since then i mean i do what i do and i've reached out to people <laughs> no they're not reaching out to me they're not knocking my door down but i've reached out i've talked to some people all right so it did create a dialogue though right so uh, yeah, you I've are had, somehow some on the radar i yeah <laughs> And yeah. it been good or kind of limited? I mean, it. Like I said, it, it. Some some of them are saying, you know, we've we've seen your we've we've seen it. We've sent it to the uh, to the to the staff. Some of them are saying we're still evaluating. So nothing like, oh, this is this is it right here, you know. But I. But I so it's not like that. you got the cookie cutter response is copy and pasted every time you can kind of see that it's no 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 it's i'm, I'm talking to people gotcha gotcha good deal yeah. and that that's that's like i said that's all i'm trying to, i'm just trying to be seen you know i'm just trying to get my name out there you know i'm just that's all i'm trying to do i'm just trying to show that i'm doing what i can you know and like i just need the shot you know like i said my story is not it's really Obviously, everybody has their own story and everybody's story is unique, but I, I may be a little biased because it's my story, but I feel like my story is really unique in the sense that, like, I'm just, I, I just try, in college, I was told your best ability is your availability. And I just always, I, I try to make myself available. I'm not going to, I try I try to cut out the middleman. I try to do, I try to go to the source, you know, and that's what been I don't want to say it's worked for me, but it hasn't not worked for me, you know? So you receive that invitation. Mm -hmm. What went through your mind getting that? Right? Because, I mean, you're sharing that you didn't do a showcase. You weren't in contact, you know, for workouts and stuff. You just received this. So what what went through your mind? Oh, this has got to be fake. 
I was hearing about the, the fake ones. I was like, oh, this has to be fake. So I reached out to my guy. I was like, my boy, I was like, you're saying the same thing? Like, is this real? He's like, yeah, it's real. Like, why Why would, obviously, yeah, I know it happens, but why would this guy, I'm not saying the coach's name, why would this guy, why would he be messing with you? You know? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, so it's like, I thought it was fake immediately, but I was, when I found out it wasn't, I, you know, I try not to get too excited about things because, you know, that's, you know, so I was like, okay, well, no, that's great, but it's like, it doesn't mean anything. You know, obviously it means it's great to be here. And I was like, oh, this is not fake. Like I'm in there, but like, I know this part doesn't mean anything, you know? Well, right. Cause not everyone's going to get drafted. So I mean, exactly. I, exactly. And you know, you're setting realistic expectations, right? You're in the pool, which gives you an opportunity, right? You just need a chance. It doesn't guarantee real. anything. And exactly. so, I mean, I get it. So you're, you're, you're excited, but you're trying to be realistic about it. Yeah. So now, since having that, how has that changed your approach? Knowing that the draft's here in November, how has that changed? Has it changed anything? Has it shifted certain things? Has it changed dramatically? No, it hasn't. Because, like I said, I know what type of player I am. I know what type of person I am. I know that I know what I bring on and off the field, but like I said, I, who knows if these guys see it or not, you know? So I just try to just do what I've been doing. I'm not come, is it the 16th or the 17th? Well, it's reported to be two days, 16th and 17th. So you got you okay. got two dates because it could very well be two dates. But yeah. nothing's been confirmed 100% by the league. Yeah. We're hearing from coaches, 16th, 17th. We're even hearing ESPN yeah. saying 16th, 17th in a location. But the league has it come right out and say 16th, 17th at the UFC Apex and yeah so i i just like i'm just like that'd be great but if it like and i don't like i'm i'm a i'm a realist i like to think i'm a really real genuine person like i know it to myself so i'm not gonna be like oh yeah i'm definitely getting drafted i'm also gonna be like oh yeah i'm not getting drafted because who who says that right but is it a high chance who knows you know I i have no idea but i'm so it hasn't changed my approach you know i still go about my days how i do you know i i I try to be positive i try to look forward and i try to just you know keep moving on i try to work out i I mean i try i work out i i just go about my day that that hasn't no knowing it's a couple weeks away it hasn't it hasn't affected because i don't know if it's should it affect me i don't know because i yeah so you can't worry about what the probability is, right? You can't worry about exactly. those two. You just have to literally hang your head on the fact that it's a 50-50 chance. It's either going to happen or it's not, exactly. right? And I know that's not exact. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, some people have better. I, I get it. But I'm saying let's not yeah, get all caught right. up on what the probability is. But mm-hmm. so you had previously mentioned that you have an agent, right? Yeah. An agency. So this is a great opportunity to share who they are. Because who knows who else is tuning in? Let's just say the XFL doesn't happen for you. No, that's not what I'm hoping. That's not, you know, what I'm trying to, uh, you know, put on you in any way. But let's just say, you know, somebody needs to know who your representation is, right? For other opportunities, if this one doesn't work out and somebody tunes Mm -hmm. in. So who is it that, what's your agency? Who is your agent? Uh, Titan Elite Management and Jason Adams. Right. That's his name. So, right. so how's Jason and the agency helping you, you know, in this whole process, right? Are they really involved in like your, your training? Are they kind of setting you up with trainers and or venues? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm doing that on my own. I, I have uh, access to some things. So I just, I, I, I do that on my own. I, and I just hope that they're doing, what they say they are, you know, I just, that's, that's all I can hope. I just hope they're behind the scenes doing what they're doing. So that's, that's all I got on that. But no, I'm not a bad thing. Cause maybe, you know, you're, you're hoping, but maybe they just are because maybe that's, what's helped you get that maybe. invitation on the yeah. fifth. You know, I, I like to say that you grinding it out and your, your buddy's connection as well, probably help. I mean, and it could be a matter of all right yeah. it, all pieces kind of 
coming together and making it happen. So sometimes it could be just what you're doing. It could be your buddy's connection, right? But it could be everything. So it could be, so let's not sweat it. I mean, the reason why I also ask that is because obviously I won't want to dwell on it too much, but back in August is when you're talking about when those, the the fake, you know, the fraudulent invites were going out and uh, yours truly here was very well uh, involved in the reporting of that. So I had an agency reach out to me. So I, I remember dealing all with that, yeah, it was a late, I think Friday night, eight o'clock in the night or whatever. But anyway, so I think it's important to find the players that have representation, that have a legitimate invitation, right? Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of players that got burnt by that. Yeah. And I think they have a lot of trust in the their agent or agency that obviously did not did not actually live up to expectations, did not deliver yeah. what they claimed they were. So I think it's important for people like you to also share who the agency is, who your agent is, and the fact that you're in the pool, you know, draft pool. Yeah. Because if people are looking for somebody to trust, potentially this is the, you know, way that they could also reach out and find yeah. the right representation versus, you know, some guy is just... Yeah, exactly trying to take advantage of the situation. So that's, that's another reason for sharing it. So one, hopefully we get you connected someplace to keep, hopefully, <laughs> you know, making it. There is one thing I have to ask completely unrelated to football. Okay. So I have to shift gears here for a second. Okay. What is tripod entertainment? <laughs> tripod entertainment. That's funny. Um, so that same friend, that I was telling you about. Uh, me, him, and another guy that we uh, grew up with all the way high school. My two best friends. During, right before COVID, I don't know why that's still, that's still there because I'm the only one who has it. Everybody else got rid of it out of their bio. So uh, I just never got around to it. Uh, so at that time, we thought, right before COVID, we thought we were going to, you know, let's, 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 let's get on YouTube, right? Podcast. Uh, let's just start, let's just start being ourselves and just see if, what happens from that. And we thought we were going to do, you know, YouTube. We thought we thought that the Tripod Entertainment, I was three people. So uh, we thought that was going to be a, a huge marketing avenue, but it didn't turn out that way. I think I saw, I, I clicked on it, and I did get to the YouTube page. And there's a there's a number of videos still there. So it's not like you guys, you, no, it's not just on your yeah, page. Yeah, it's, the it's YouTube not, account not still is there. It's not like it got ever taken down, deleted, or anything. Yeah. So I watched a couple of little things. I, you know, I, I just I'll just leave it there for our listeners to go just check it out. I was like, you know, I'm gonna have to ask her because it was short lived. But I'm like, there must have been a purpose behind this, you know. And, and sometimes you never know where the story takes you. It sometimes yeah. it can be really good and it could be crash and burn. But you know. It's like, you know, I got to ask. I just have yeah. to ask. Yeah, we, we have we a good time. We, we we just try to be ourselves. You know, we, we are, we're all jokesters. We're all just, you know, we just, there's, there's ways to talk about how you feel about things without offending people, you know? And it, I, I think, you know, that's, we, everybody, we're all respectful. We're all, like, so we're just having fun, you know, so. So what else outside of football are you up to? You know, I know football is life and a lot of people are like, oh, football is everything. Well, you know, what else? There's got to be something, anything? Uh, I just like to, you know, relax. I like anime. Uh, Naruto is my favorite anime. Um, I write. I I just like to just be, you know, by, I just like to be, you ever have to like alone but not lonely, you know? It's like I just like to just be in myself. I like to understand what's going on with with me. You know, I just I like just relax. You know, watch TV, just nothing, listen to music, nothing crazy. I'm not a I'm not this huge, you know, exciting guy. You know, <laughs> just I just like to just get by. You know. Well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I know some people yeah. are like, oh, so-and-so is a loner or they're antisocial, yeah. right? These labels that people put up. But sometimes there's something to be said about the guy that has to be surrounded by a ton of people too because they may be insecure and they kind of need those other people. So I don't always see that as a bad thing. I'm just sometimes 
it doesn't hurt to get to know the person, right? And this is a good opportunity, like tripod entertainment. What else are you doing outside of football? You know, because we're all an onion, you know, there's all those layers, just peel us back. And so there's more to us. And I think it also helps if a coach or somebody were to tune in to kind of get to know the guy other than just the highlight reel and the, you know, the messages that have came in. So it doesn't hurt. So with that being said, as you're aware, I have had an XFL executive appear on the show before. So I typically provide each of my guests an opportunity that if these XFL coaches or key executives were to tune in to this episode and are learning your story, what is it about you? The one thing that is unknown, but however, is very key to who you are and what you bring to the table that would actually make the difference on why they should select you over another player come November 16th or 17th. The one thing. Yeah. I mean, there's gotta be the one thing that makes you, you that's unique, right? That they just have no clue about, but it's vital. It's very important to who you are and what you bring to the table. Genuine. Um, I'm, I'm real. I've got two things, but it's just like, I'm a real transparent guy. You know, I, like I said, I was a communications major. You know, I, I'm used to talking to people. I I know how to, I treat people as people, you know, you're a person first. Like you said, you're a person, you know, uh, I try to like coach, player, boss, employee, you're a person at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, it's always respectful, but I try to just, I try to break that barrier and just say person to person, you know, and I think I'm really good at that. I think I can make people feel comfortable around me enough to, with my energy, I can make people feel like they're talking to another person too. Like we're all equal at the end of the day, you know. Just because you're a GM, coach, boss, you're not higher than anybody. I don't. I don't think so. We're all people, you know. So that, I think that's. I think that's the main thing. Like I just, what you see is what you get, you know. It's a good answer. I'm not saying I, you're I trying tried. to put together. I mean, you know, I don't think you're just trying to put up a good. But I think it's a good answer. No, I, that's you can ask anybody. Like, you know, uh, it's good, Justin. It has been a pleasure. I appreciate you taking the time to come onto the show and to talk with me about your journey, the XFL draft invitation, even tripod entertainment, and more. I, I hope. You. Oh, you're welcome. I hope to hear your name get called, and. Me too. Ultimately, that you actually make the squad and get a chance to play in 2023. You know, I haven't really watched much of your games, but I've seen, you know, your your highlight reel and whatnot there. So it'd be awesome just to see a guy and, you know, that has been on the show play, but just more so a guy achieving his dream, the next step, right, to get where he wants to be. Thank so I, I, th- I think that'd be cool. Oh, you're welcome. And if you do, I understand contracts may or may or may not allow for things to happen. But if you do, and somehow we can make it happen, I'd love to have you come back on the show so we can discuss yeah, how... I would love to. Oh, awesome, because I'd love to discuss that next step, how that's going for you and what the experience is like and just how your team's doing. That It'd be really awesome. Sounds good. No, I would love to. All right, before we go, if some of our listeners wanted to be able to follow you in your journey, how could they do so? Uh, you can follow me on, I'm not really a big social media guy, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out my Instagram, my Twitter, my uh, Instagram is, so my last name is Clarkston, C-L-A-R-K, so like Clark Kent, so Clark Kent underscore 17 is Instagram, and my Twitter is just, J-U-S-S-C underscore 17. Perfect. Thank you, Justin. No problem. Thank you. You're welcome. Although Justin played for a division one school, I felt his path was worth sharing. His brief collegiate career and obscure arena football resume makes him an intriguing prospect. Best of luck to Justin in the draft. 
Seeing the XFL draft will be held on November 16th and 17th. Justin's story concludes our prospective player interviews. Moving forward, we are hopeful the XFL will grant us access to coaches, front office staff, and players to interview. If you enjoy our show and would like to help us make that happen, we encourage our listeners and supporters to reach out to the league on our behalf, to kindly share what the show means to you and that you would like the league to work with us. Unfortunately, we do not have any fan line messages this week. If you have a comment, question, or hot take, dial 863-TALK-XFL or 863-825-5935. Doing so, your message could be included on an upcoming episode. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Player 54 Podcast. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform of choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retros by 503 Sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Let's Talk XFL, or 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, cheers. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Player 54 Podcast on your platform of choice. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Player 54 Podcast. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to player54podcast at gmail.com.